And I don't mean sexy nasty, I mean nasty nasty. You I should have burnt it down. <laughs> yeah, he just wants the orgies and, and some pie. <laughs> <laughs> Last week on Wizards and Wine, we learned that some childhood grudges never really go away and can only be solved by a pie baking contest. We also learned there are, in fact, consequences to falling asleep on the job. It's like, where'd you guys go? <laughs> guys, wait up. This week, the conclusion of Banquet of the Damned with Wizards and Wine. So, Morthus shows up to take over from watching from Boozle and finds Boozle laying like flat on her back, like hands crossed over her belly. One leg crossed over the other, like, you know, in like gentle repose, snoring like a banshee. Walks over and kind of hauls off and gives her a kick in the leg and is like, dude, <laughs> you had one job. And you, you wake up and you're like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? She's like, the pie is gone. Anybody wake me up? Were you asleep too? I wasn't watching. She took first watch. Yeah. So what were you yeah, doing? I, I would have just been sitting there. No, I have to stay awake to keep on to harass without a trace for the hour. Right. Uh, I go I go look for crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a crumb trail maybe? Footsteps? Oh. Footprints? Yeah. yeah, this sort of thing. There's no indication at all of where this pie could have possibly gone. Almost like it vanished. Brass Locate brass. object. <gasps> Sick. Okay, how does that work? That's a great spell. Describe or name an object that is familiar to you. Hi. You sense the direction to the object's location as long as the object is within a thousand feet of you. If the object is in motion, you know the direction of its movement. Um, the spell can locate a specific object known to you as long as you've seen it up close, within 30 feet. At least once. Alternatively, the spell can locate the nearest object of a particular kind, such as a certain kind of apparel, jewelry, furniture, tool, or weapon. The spell can't locate an object if, of, if any thickness of lead, even a thin sheet, blocks a direct path between you and the object. You know where every pot is. <laughs> so I'm looking for this. Yeah, that's yeah. if I did a general, but I, I'm focusing on this pie. Nice, nice, nice. Hmm. Well, I'm a bounty hunter, so I'll use it to concentrate on, you know, an object that this person might have and things like that. Okay. You do this, and your your locate object spell, you don't have to roll for it or anything, right? Nope. Yeah, okay. It's just, just concentration up to 10 minutes. Okay. It's in the hills, just outside of the town. There's, like, forest um, that kind of surrounds the village. Direction. Away from the bank. Not the direction we were in, because we would have seen something. It right. depends how long I've been asleep. <laughs> right. Imagine like the, the docks, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's like the granary and all of that stuff where you guys were, which is kind of like right off of the dock. And then there, as you come further into the village, there's like the couple of houses and then there's, um, you know, the, the inn that you guys were at earlier. And there's the couple of Mortimer's house and Jaxel's house. And then it kind of goes up on a bit of a hill that leads up kind of into a forest. And that's... Okay in the direction that it is. That's in the direction that it is. Do you tell us? Yes. Onward. It's this way. Let's go. Okay. Let's go. So you head off. Well rested. All right. <laughs> well rested. Yeah. I'd say would if it was about an hour, I would have taken a short rest to right. get that spell back. Okay. I'll saw back from the past with the trees. I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. So you're heading in towards the hills, 
And... Stealthily again. Yeah, I'll do pass with a trace again. Yeah. Okay, roll for, you have to roll for it again, right? Yeah. yeah, so stealth check and add 10. 15. Oh. Natural 20. 20. Natural so... 20, or did it add up to 20? Natural 20. Oh, what? Yeah, so two nat 20s. You guys... <laughs> Damn it. I'm just clopping around. You're like, <laughs> so you're 30 like the worst. <laughs> okay. 38. Sorry. 38. He's like, where'd you guys go? <laughs> hey, guys. You guys. Guys? Guys, what up? You guys, I just woke up. <laughs> what did you roll? Five plus ten. And you guys just, like, vanish into thin air. <laughs> Do you not have any dex bonus? No. Uh, no. At least it's not a one. Yeah, my character's strong, not agile. A little clumsy. She's, actually, she's fast. 40 feet speed. Wow. That's her, that's her height. No. Her size. Oh. Your speed is determined by your race. Yay! Okay, so you guys were headed into the woods. What time of day is it? To try to track down the pies. We're going to say it's like early afternoon. Okay. Okay. This is, again, still the first day that you've arrived and you've you've managed to accomplish quite a bit already. Uh, but we're like looking early, maybe coming up to mid-afternoon. You have your beacon set on the pie. Yes. Can you make a survival check for me, please? Now, just to make sure that I understand survival checks properly, survival checks are just basically like walking through the woods and being able to get your way through the woods in a reasonable way, right? Oh, oh look, berries. Here, don't. Yeah. 18. 18? Uh, 15. Okay. Oh my god, one. <laughs> when are we getting to the woods, everybody? <laughs> uh, okay, so you guys uh, managed to follow the beacon uh, very carefully, um, and you have Boozle between the two of you to make sure that <laughs> she doesn't go wandering off in the woods and getting herself she lost. She doesn't get bamboozled. Right, on the way to Grandma's. <laughs> you do come across a little cottage. And uh, you do notice that there seems to be an unusual amount of rodents in the garden of the cottage and kind of like around the garden area. Like there just seems to be quite a few. And the cottage doesn't seem like there's anybody home right now. And in fact, you go up the stairs into the door and there is a note stuck on the door that just kind of says, sorry, not sorry, not home right now, but uh, should be back in the next day or so. Is the pie inside? The pie seems to be uh, definitely focused on this house. Or cottage. Okay. I think we should just break the door in. I break the door in. <laughs> okay, roll strength check. Oh my god, two. Plus <laughs> a lot, but still maybe not enough. Plus four, six. Six? Yeah, I mean, you, you try to break the door in. Is and the door trapped? I mean, it doesn't really look like there's anything unusual about the door. Um, but, uh, yeah, you just don't have what it takes to, <laughs> to break through the door. I look for an open window. <laughs> okay. Uh, all of the windows seem closed. Oh. No pie resting on the windowsill? No pies resting on windowsills. Okay. I mean, investigation check. Five. Five. <laughs> Damn. Damn. You better get a new app. <laughs> right. I, get, I get the real dice. I app. was going to say, or physical dice. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I can direct my an anger towards something physical. Yeah, right? Yeah. Five on your investigation. I mean, you can see sort of in the windows, you can see what appears to be a kitchen with a dining room table, and you can look at another window and see like a couch and chairs or what looks like a couch and chairs. And But you can't really make out a lot of really fine detail or anything in the house but there doesn't seem to be too much out of the ordinary like there's not a stockpile of pies or anything inside which is weird because that spell tells you locate object tells you that there should be pie around yeah so so i'm gonna bend over at the waist and be like can you give it a try <laughs> <laughs> let's go so what are you do what are you gonna do first i'm gonna try and pound down the door okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you rolled a Five. Yeah, that's not going to work. No, that's not going to work. That's not going to do it. No. Okay, let's do the same thing. Give me an investigation check. Let's see if you can peek into any windows and see anything. Eleven. Eleven. Okay. I mean, you can see a little bit more detail, um, but there definitely doesn't seem to be a bunch of pies, a stockpile of pies. Yeah. Hanging around the inside. Oh, oh let me double check my oh. inventory. Oh. I'll oh. see if I have a crowbar. You do. You have a crowbar and a hammer, I think, in your Dungeoneer's pack. In my okay. Dungeoneer's pack, yeah, okay. I do. A crowbar gives you advantage when you're using it. Oh, does so, it? Yeah, it gives you advantage on strength strength checks. Oh, nice. Fun. So, you have a Dungeoneer's pack? Yep. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> can I but you do have a crowbar. Yes. Can okay. I, can, uh, so, I'll use a crowbar... To try to get into the house. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm not giving up on that. No, you are not. <laughs> and 15 plus 4. You're going to be able to crowbar the door open. Yeah. I crowbar the heck out of the door. Yes, you do. And the door pops open. Awesome. There's like a weird musty smell coming from the inside of the house, but... So, I say, where's the pie? <laughs> 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 yeah, Octavia, where's the pie? Where's the pie? <laughs> Before anybody steps through, I'm going to look around the floor to see if there's any traps or anything. Okay. I would like that to be a... It's not really investigation, because you're not really moving things around, right? Can we per call it a perception? perception? Yeah. 16. 16. Okay. There doesn't seem to be any traps or trap doors or, or anything like that. All right, with my staff, I'm like tapping the floor as I walk through. <laughs> okay. I trust no one. The floor is solid. I mean, the floor is fine. Cool. I saunter in. Okay. I, no, I swagger in. Much different. Okay. okay, so you swagger in. You end up in the dining room slash kitchen. I mean, it doesn't look like the kitchen's been used in, in quite a while. Um, there aren't like any dirty dishes or anything sitting around. The kitchen table even has uh, a bit of dust on the top of it, which seems contradictory to the note on the door that says, be back soon. Hashtag sorry, not sorry, we're not here. <laughs> so uh, are you going to investigate the entire house? What did you, what's the... I'm... Because there hasn't there it doesn't seem like it's disturbed, I suspect it's probably like a trap door or something underneath the house. Yeah. Can you tell if the pie is That's why I'm zoning in on where the pie is. Right. How much time has passed? It's probably been I don't know, let's say half an hour. Alright, so my I wouldn't have, it's gone. It's only last 10 minutes. So. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah, but it would have given me an idea. Start looking I, around. Yeah, I'm going to investigate. Investigate? Thoroughly search this place. Yes. All right. Give her. Eight. <laughs> I have lots of dice. Try others. <laughs> right? I mean, there's a jail right there. Yeah, put it into jail. Okay, just squeeze through the bars. There you go. I have no sweet clue what's going on. 
but I'm looking around furiously and probably knocking stuff over at this point. It's kind of like yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, like I mean, you're you're stopping short of flipping over tables, um, but uh, you're not really seeming seeming to find a whole lot of anything. I'm searching through the house. Okay, investigation. I'm outside walking around. Okay. Yeah. No, you're not finding anything. Okay, and investigation. That was like a three. Oh. Twenty-two. Okay, um, you are walking around outside the house. The only thing that seems out of the ordinary is that there is an inordinate amount of rat around the house. <laughs> All right, I'm going over to the rat pit. Wait, is a rat pit? No, it's not a pit, but there's a garden with a bunch of rats in it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I get my sword out, poke around. Yeah, just dirt, plants, yep. rats. Yep. Do yeah. they seem to be coming from a central area? Nope, they're just hanging around the house or the cottage. Not seeing anything. Nope. Nothing really to be seen. Nope. Is there a fireplace? I mean, there was probably a fireplace inside, yeah. I'll start a fire in the house. <laughs> okay. In, in, sorry, in the fireplace. In the fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll see where that goes. Okay. Depending on how upset my character gets. Okay. It's like, there's something here. All right. Um, yeah. What would we call that? Do Is it survival to start a fire? Or do we just let you start a fire? I think we'll just let you start a fire. Yeah, I have things. So I started a fire in the fireplace. Okay. You're you're starting a fire in the fireplace. Yeah. Make sure the flue is open. (laughs) And make sure the flue is open. (laughs) 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 All of the the technical parts of putting together a fire. Yeah. Yeah. So you start the fire. The fire, you know, comes to life. And there's lots of dry wood there for to to get the started. What? To get the fire started, there's lots of dry wood there. And, uh, yeah, starts no problem. The The flames are the normal color. Is there an upstairs? No. There's just, well, I mean, there's there's mainly the, the kitchen and the living room seem to take up the most space. And there is kind of a, a bedroom there in on that floor as well. Like, a, or at least go there's to a... The, go to the bedroom. Okay. Door there, door on it. Uh, yeah, the door is open. Stick your head in. There seems to be a bed and a spot to hang some clothes. Does the bed look disturbed in any way? Well, no, it, but it's, it's carpet it's, on the floor. It's made, yeah, no, it's all like wood floors, wood plank flooring. Okay, I'll move the bed. <laughs> okay, move the bed. Look underneath it. Nada. I want to start ripping up the floor in this place <laughs> <laughs> because either there or we try and find the attic. Yeah, there isn't one. There's no attic. There's no attic, y'all. The, this floor. <laughs> I go to the fireplace. Okay. And start like searching around the fireplace. I just start stomping on the floor, <laughs> listening for hollow <laughs> spots. <laughs> okay. Do I find any spots that are any? Does it sound solid, like it's right on the ground, or does it sound like there's? Space? Well, I mean, there's there's floor joists, mm-hmm. but I mean, nothing seems particularly weird about the floor as you're stomping on it. Is anyone against me ripping up the floor? Give her. Give her. Go okay, for it. Cool. I start ripping up the floor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> while sh- while she's doing that, I'm gonna go back outside. Yeah. And look for storm cellar okay. or anything like that. Okay. All right. Athletics check. Uh yeah. I don't, uh, athletics strength. You're gonna need that to strength. actually pull it strength. up. Yeah. Okay. Oh, nat one. What is going on? 
<laughs> what is it? Did I eat pie earlier? Like your like your crowbar bends and you as you try to pull up the floor. <laughs> you realize you were duped. Your crowbar is terrible. Try those. Try anger management. Try <laughs> here. <laughs> Something's happening. I've got bad mojo right now. <laughs> okay, so Cynthia, you're outside looking around. Investigation for me, please. Or, no, I guess perception, because you're just looking for anom anomalies right now, right? Yeah. 18 on die, and I'm doing what? Uh, uh, perception. 22. Guys, there's really nothing weird about this house. <laughs> this cottage. There's nothing weird about it. But the pie's here. Or was. Or was. Ten minutes. Twenty minutes ago, the pie was here. I guess we need to go back to town. Anything in the house that identifies who the owners are? No papers? There's no, yeah, there's not really any kind of personal effects or anything like that laying around. It's almost like the cottage was built and, and like, not officially part of the vi of the village kind of thing. All right. Cool. Uh, I kind of want to burn the house down. <laughs> <laughs> Pyromaniac half-orc. Right? Barbarian. Honestly. <laughs> you're just mad because you didn't find anything wrong? <laughs> I'm really upset about this. <laughs> I'm just really frustrated by this house with this iron wood floors. Oh, my God. <laughs> Okay, we can, I, I'll leave the house alone. <laughs> okay, I've already torn up the floors. And tried to. Tried to. Right. Okay, so you're going to make your way back down into town? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so after your exertions of the afternoon uh, and the frustrations of the afternoon, you figure it'd probably be best to go and spend a little bit more time at the Spitfire Inn. Yeah. Time to get yep. some stew, time to have some ale. Try to sit down and compare notes and, and share theories. Maybe even listen to um, anything that you're overhearing. The local conversation. Yeah, you know, just kind of have an evening of, of just kind of hanging out around the Spitfire Inn. And I mean, you guys did just arrive at the the village that morning and you've been going nonstop all day. So you get to the Spitfire Inn and you order some stew and you get some ale and, and you're just kind of hanging out. Before I do that, go there, I go back to... Monty? No, Morty. He's still very much fearful. I mean, the bags under his eyes have gotten worse. They're starting to turn like, you know, like how you get that like black smudge around your eyes when you're super tired. He's yeah. looking gaunt. I don't know if cure wounds would do anything for him. Because he's not wounded. Yeah, he's not really wounded. He's wormed. God only knows what he's, he's wormed. Did. Is like what the worms are doing in his in innards. Right. Morty asks actually if he can tag along. Do you I mind? Was, I was about to invite him to the tavern. Yeah. Okay, so, um, yeah, so Morty is like, you know what, sure, I, I wouldn't be upset about having some beer and, and uh, getting out and, and seeing some folks and having a look around. That's a great idea. Cures what ails you. Yeah, yeah. you know, get the stink blown off you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's one of my favorite things. Let's get stink Yeah, I say that all the time, too. Uh, okay, so you, uh, ha you and Morty head to uh, the town. And... Um, or not into the town, sorry, into the Spitfire Inn. And uh, you just double check to make sure that you guys still have, you know, some room saved. And you do. Um, and you go in and you order, you know, some ales and some stews all around. 
and uh, you sit down and you start to just kind of have a look around and listen to what the other villagers have to say and everybody is really still very excited for this pie contest I mean holy smokes it's got to be some kind of pie contest the way that these people go on about it um, and it turns out that the banquet is actually going to kick off tomorrow afternoon um, and uh, it will continue into the evening and then it's going to go like all night with celebrations and then the pie contest will be early the next day right uh morty starts talking a little bit more about um some of the stuff that had happened to him um as he was going through this um particular i don't know if you want to call it a fever dream or an illusion or or what it was but you know just in your house minding your own business and all of a sudden a worm crawls out of an apple and starts talking to you like that's some pretty messed up stuff right <laughs> and he still is having some trouble kind of explaining it to himself as well there's a woman at another table who seems to be listening very intently to your conversation she walks over to the table and introduces herself as georgina tucker now georgina tucker uh as you can remember from the conversation that you had with the priestess is the alchemist of the town and we're hesitant to say that she's very good at what she does but she certainly seems to know a thing or two about like medicines and and that kind of stuff the same way that like women who knew homeopathy during the inquisition they weren't really witches they just knew that some herbs could treat some things Mm -hmm. it's kind of the the way that she is you know she even hesitates to call herself any kind of alchemist i mean she doesn't even really consider herself a healer she just again knows that if you eat certain things or if you make tea from bark it's going to make your stomach settle down that kind of stuff so she, this just seems to be what she knows as uh, she comes over and she's talking um she starts talking about uh, a couple of things that she has seen happen in her day in terms of like exorcism and she's been overhearing it and she asks morty if he would like to try this to see if she can get rid of these feelings that he's having um, and even the pains in his stomach, thinking that maybe even, you know, some kind of, um, what's the word, you know, when you're given fake medication? I want to say Percocet, but that's not a, <laughs> Percocet is real. Placebo. 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 Yeah, to see if some kind of placebo effect might help poor Morty kind of deal with his life. Just, just think of it as a party game. Yeah, and she thinks that it might be a good idea uh, to give this a try. Now, the good thing about this particular ritual that she wants to try is that it isn't going to take, like, any kind of special ingredients. Or it's not going to have to, you know, find, you know a bat wing or you know a dragon claw or anything like that to make it happen it's just it really is kind of a ritual that she does mm-hmm. um so she suggests that for the sake of privacy and not you know showing off in front of the villagers that maybe you guys go back to morty's again and um you're going to uh, be there to bear witness to this exorcism whatever it is that she thinks that she's about to do uh, actually i would like you all to roll for a religion check please Natural 20. Nope. Five. But I want to do an insight check on her. Okay. I'm loading up this dice channel. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Nope. Okay. I know that, that you... That was a one, by I know, you, I know that you didn't do very well on that, but in, even though you did get a one, I think that it's fair to say that she is well-intentioned. She doesn't have 
you know, um, bad inclinations towards anyone. And, and she seems... Um, genuine? Genuine. Yeah, like genuine concern for Morty. And she really does hope that even if this exorcism isn't really a thing, that it's just going to help him to kind of feel a little bit better. I, even give him a tool to cope. I'm going to suggest we just go to, like, rent a hotel room or... Sure, like across the, the way at the way Yeah, end. rather than wandering all the way out of town. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So you get there, you get into the room, you find one. Great. Uh, it's actually one of the rooms that you guys have rented from earlier. She lays him down on the bed, and the exorcism isn't exactly how you imagined an exorcism to go. What you were picturing was, you know, somebody tied to the bed and screaming and drooling and convulsing and vomiting everywhere, and, and that's not really what no happens. No pea soup? No, no pea <laughs> soup. None. Um, there is a little bit of holy water that he is kind of doused with a little bit, and um, he does regurgitate a few maggots, and then he does lose consciousness. And just when you thought it was over, two of the words grow to enormous proportions. Two of the worms? Yes. Roll for initiative, please. All right. Meg one. Ryan. And we're going to call, I guess it's not Meg, it's Mag. Meg two, we're going to call him Ronnie. So Ronnie and Ryan. Ronnie are and the Ryan. names of the maggots. Maggots. Yeah. I should have had N M names. I was not working on my alliteration for that one. Okay, uh, Boozle, what did you roll? Eight. Okay, and uh, Octavia? Fifteen. Fifteen, what did you roll? Ten. Ten? Okay. Ronnie and you both had fifteens. Uh, you could, I mean, it's your choice, but you could do, like, deck whoever has the highest dexterity... Or literally just you, you decide. Um, uh, okay, how about Aaron roll a d4? Odds, Cynthia, you go first. Evens, the maggot goes first. Four. Four. So evens the maggot. Is that what I just said? Okay. Yep. All right. Uh, so Ronnie is like, no, no. Could you describe these maggots? They can talk. Do they have like a little human head? Oh, sorry. No, they can't talk. Okay. That, that was just me filling a dead air, actually. <laughs> um, they are fiendish maggots. They're not smart. I'll just, I can tell you that. Mm -hmm. They're not smart. And they just look like a giant maggot. Okay. Gross. So they look like a giant grain of rice. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Ronnie is going to go first, and let me see. Let me just have a little look. Oh, well, that's interesting. Okay, uh, so you guys are all in a room. Mm -hmm. So you're all going to be within 10 feet of the fiendish maggots. So you all need to roll constitution saving throw right now, please. Four. Okay. Four. Twenty-one. Okay, so Cynthia, you uh, pass your saving throw. So the two of you are poisoned until your next turn. So well, we I guess I guess until your. So we have disadvantage when we attack. It's a yeah, handbook. What does poisoned mean? I'm sure, if you go into the index in the back of the book, it's it'll poison damage. So it's just well, it's it says that damage? they're poisoned until. That doesn't say anything about like a number or anything like that. I think it's a condition. Does that sound like a thing? Yeah. 
poison creature has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. I thought. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's what happens to you two. And these guys haven't even gone yet. That's just from their stench. Okay. That you have and that. And with that dread ambusher thing. Dread as, ambusher. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Aside from that bonus I get from my wisdom added to my initiative too. Yep. Um, uh, at the start of your first turn of each combat, your walking speed increases by 10 feet. Okay. Which lasts until the end of that turn. If you take the attack action on that turn, you can make one additional weapon attack as part of that action. Okay. If that attack hits, the target takes an extra 1d8 damage of the weapon's damage type. Damn. Okay. So, and I already have two attacks, so mm -hmm. I'll have three attacks. Mm -hmm. Nice. Nice. So he is going to make a multi-attack. And he is going to come for Morthos. We roll to hit. Does a 17 hit your armor class? 18. Okay, so he doesn't hit. And neither does a 3. So you're good. Octavia. So attack number 1. 23. Yeah, it hits. Okay, I'll do the damage first, which is a d6 bludgeoning. What do you add to the damage? Your strength. Oh, that would be my strength. So it would be 5 points on the first one. Would it be the first attack that I get the extra d8? Well, yeah, because you're just getting an extra attack. So I think it's just on the first. Whichever attack you want to say was your... I'm putting these on dice probation. <laughs> okay, no. What it is, if the attack hits when I take that third that additional attack... So it'll be my third one. Okay. Um... If that attack hits, the target takes an extra D8 of the damage weapon of the weapon's damage type. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So, second attack. Okay. 19. Okay. Yeah, that hits. Six points damage. Okay. And it's my third one. That misses. What was it? It was a two on die. Okay. Yeah, that's a miss. So it's two plus six is eight. Marthos, you are up. Roll. Okay. First. Because this is your very first combat roll. Right. Um, the big question is, what are you going to do? Are you going to come at it with your sword? Are you going to use your hand axes? Probably my hand axes. Okay. Double so fisting. you've got those. You're double. Okay. And they're disadvantaged. Right. So, so you you're roll 2d20. Or roll one twice. I take the lower of the two. Yeah. Two and three. <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, damn, girl. Put that dice in jail. Put it in jail. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, that's a miss. Sure is. Uh, Boozle. So I'm going to enrage. Okay. Because I've been rolling so poorly. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to attack the same one that uh, was attacked earlier. Okay, yeah, which one was that? Did you go after Ryan or Ronnie? <laughs> Whoever was closest to me. I knew you were going to say that. Ronnie. Ronnie? Ronnie. All right. Okay. but I get another attack. Okay, wait, though. Okay, right. So, um, I'm so you're rolling twice, yeah. yeah. And uh, four plus seven? Eleven. Eleven? Doesn't hit. So Ryan's turn. Um, or do you have a bonus action? I could frenzy, and which, which gives me another attack. Right? Crap, I forgot that. 
I have a bonus action. I can do a... Oh, uh, okay. I'm not going to do that just yet. So this is Ryan. He's multi-attacking. And again, he is coming after you. And he doesn't hit with either one. So Ronnie, Ryan sucks. Whoops. And now it's Ronnie's turn. Back to back. 19. That one hits. And that was with the claws. It's the claws. Um, so you take um, 7 damage. So... In your box there where you've got the 56 written? Yeah. Yeah. Write down seven. Octavia, mm. that's your turn. Mm. Same thing. Attack with... The, now I only get two attacks because it's a new round. Right. So. Attacking with Mr. And your guys, your disadvantage is gone too, right? Yeah, it was that it only one lasts round. for one turn. Yeah. 20. Yeah, that hits. Four points damage. Okay. Attack number two. 21. Hits. Five points damage. Okay. Bonus action, because I keep forgetting to do it. Yeah. Hunter's Mark. Right, which means you'll always hit it. Is that the Hunter's Mark? No, it's an extra D6 if I do hit it. Morthos, you're up. What are you going to do? Uh, Longsword. Okay, don't forget you got spells too, right? Okay. 16. 16 hits. So... What is the what does it say there by your long sword? Or great sword, sorry. Uh plus six and two D six slash. Okay, so roll two D sixes. And it'd be plus three. Because your strength strength modifier is three. Right. So six plus so you did nine damage. Nine damage. Nine damage. Yep. Okay. Noise. Boozle. Boozle. I Attack while imagining salt. <laughs> Lots of salt. I, I kind of scream out, does anybody have salt? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so I don't have a disadvantage anymore? No. Okay. Ooh, yay. Uh, 18 plus uh, a bunch. Yay. Yeah. So 2d6 plus 4 plus 4, 8. And okay. I'll do a second attack. Mm -hmm. 19. That hits. So five, six, seven, uh, plus four, 11. Multi-attack. The first attack is his bite. Um, he's coming after Cynthia. He got a three. Ah, second attack. He got a 20. Yeah, that hit. <laughs> <laughs> I have a 16. <laughs> oh no. So not 20 and that does, it doubles the damage, right? Dice. Doubles the dice. Only. The claws, right, for the second attack. So, three, so that's six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, and then Ronnie goes. <laughs> Another natural 20. Against two. But not, Another. not this again. You're still in my 20s. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was keeping them all to myself. Uh, going after, uh, coming after Morthos. Uh, attack one is the bite. So that's d4s. Doubles the number of dice. So it's 2d4s. So I need 4d4s. So 2, 5, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, plus 3, 14. Do I take 14 damage? Yes. Can I use my shield to block it? No, because your hands are full. Because you've got your hand axes, right? Right. Okay. So in your down by your 7. 
She's good. She's got 56. <laughs> Damn, bro. Uh, Octavia. Attack. <laughs> yes, queen. Still focusing on Ronnie? Yeah. Okay. 21. Okay, that's a hit. To hit. Mm -hmm. Five, three, eight. Uh, Morthos, you're up. Again? Yep. 18. That hits. Five. Five. Oh, wait. No, you attacked with your greatsword last time, didn't you? Yes. But you didn't have your shield in your hand, right? She didn't say anything about having it. No. no. Okay. All right. Sorry. I was just was catching up there for a second. Uh, so five plus... Your... Oh, so you rolled two You rolled two of those. You, did you roll two d6? No, I only rolled one. So roll, roll a second one. So it's two d6 plus three. Yeah. So, so nine, nine plus... Eleven. Boozle. Boozle. I'll attack the same one again. Okay. And I'm focusing some kind of bird ancestor <laughs> thing that is very hungry right now. Right. Going yeah. after the thing. It's got you. 16 plus 7. Yeah, that hits. Yeah. So 3 plus 4, 7 damage. Okay. And... Just hang on a second. Sure. Oh, no. That's dead. That's He's dead. gone. Yeah. Oh. He's gone. Fine. You, you got him on that last hit. Cool. Yeah, Gonzo. I, so I, I, I gush. He gushes out. Yeah, Ronnie is uh, splat. Splat. So Ew. I have another attack, so I'm going to turn against. Yeah, against Ryan. 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 Yeah. Five plus seven. Uh, uh, twelve is not going to do it. With, they're surprisingly agile. They're a little robust. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Octavia. One's left. One is left. Is he damaged? No. no. Guiding bolt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please tell us what it does. Flash of light streaks toward a creature of your choice within range. Make a ranged spell attack against the target. On a hit, the target takes 4d6 radiant damage. And the next attack roll made against this target before the end of your next turn has advantage. Thanks to the mystical dim light glittering in the target on the target until then. So, let's just hope I hit it. Bananas, man. 19 on die. Yeah, that hits. So. Aaron, I think you have this one too, right? Uh, she's focused. True strike? True strike. True strike. Which is like you point at someone and yep. your next, next yeah. attack has a hit. <laughs> 12 points of radiant damage. And he's glowing now, so you have advantage on attacks. Yes. He's already translucent, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> and now he glows, so you get advantage. Funny. He's a glow worm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I just got that. <laughs> wow, that took me a minute, didn't it? Uh, okay, so Morphus, you're up. Oh, attack again. Do you want to try to cast a spell? So, as an Eldritch Knight, does she get? Does he get Eldritch Blast? Um, probably at higher levels. Oh. Yeah, because yeah, so Eldritch Blast is like third or fourth level, right? Yeah, until you get to like it's a cantrip for an uh, yeah. uh, for a uh, sorcerer but or warlock. But until they get to the higher level, it's either attack or or cast magic. They don't have the cantrip and attack at the same time. So mm. you could. Because those ones were cleric spells, the first two. And the thaumaturgy just comes because she's tiefling. Yep. Yeah. 
I'll keep slashing. Okay. Because yeah, you have an advantage right now. Is it just the next attack? Or until the next turn? Just the, the next attack till the, till the end of my next turn, yeah. Nine. Roll again, because you've got advantage. Yep. Seventeen. That hits. Till the Before the end of my next turn. So my next turn on it, if it's still alive, I get advantage on it. Yes. Yeah. So ten. You ten. Ten plus three. Yeah, so thirteen. Thirteen. Boozle. I'll attack. With advantage. With it, but it's only the next one, right? No, all of us. All yeah. of us. Yeah. Until the end of my next turn. Awesome. 16 plus 7. That hits. Yay. 9 plus 4. So 13. Mm -hmm. Ooh, 20. <laughs> and that, oh, wow. So that was a 20 and a 1. Oh, jeez. So, good thing I had advantage. Right. Uh, so, d double the dice? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, three and one, four plus four. But I also have savage attack, which lets, lets me roll another dice if I get a, a crit. Savage attack. When you score, score a critical hit, roll one of the dice an additional time and add to the extra damage. Okay. So, eight plus four, 12. Plus your strength. Uh, yeah. So it was it was four plus four plus four. Okay, your dice was four. Uh huh. Oh yeah. Critical. Eight. It's doubled. Is eight. eight plus four. Plus the additional is four. Plus your strength plus bonus gets added to so it. So sixteen. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Cynthia knows barbarians, man. Math. Deadly. Oh. Well, plus math. Okay. Speaking of, just give me a second. Shiny click clack math rocks. <laughs> Go for it. It's not my oh, turn. it's not your turn. It's his turn. Still alive? How? Uh, thirteen going after Cynthia. Nope. Nope. Okay. Fourteen going after Cynthia again. Nope. Okay. He's done. Well, not done, but finished. Your turn. Octavia, aka Cynthia. So fifteen on die. That hits. And I'm whacking him with my thingy. Staff. Okay. That'd be like 21. Sucks. Four points damage. Okay. And my second attack. 18 on die, plus six, 24. Five points. Morthos. Attack. Try and kill the bugger. 20. Natural, Natural 20. 20. Wow. Wow. Yeah, the advantage is gone now. So do I just... So it's six. No, you Well, six no, because you need strength. three. Well, no, because she's got to double her dice, right? Yep. So her attack does 2d6, so she needs to roll 4d6s. Uh, no, you no, just you double your die roll. Yeah, you just double the oh, die Oh, so roll. just roll them yeah. twice. Okay. Yeah, you just roll your damage and then double that on the dice. Okay. And then add your strength modifier. So yep. nine. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, Boozle. Boozle. I'll attack again. Uh oh, it's resting against a d another dice. Uh oh. So I move the dice around. It's or cocked. Just, just call it a. Oh, wait. It's, yeah, wait. it's not flat. Wait. 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 What's, what's the rules here? Morthos did it. Morthos oh, yeah. killed it. Yes! So I'm attacking a dead body. You're attacking a dead body. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> You're just making sure it's like dead, dead. Dead, dead. Dead, dead. Like maggot juice. It's the rage. That's the rage. 
What actually happens if dice lands like just it's rests? cocked? You ro if it's if it's not if it's askew flat, yeah. yeah. If it's like Sideways. up like that, yeah. Reroll. Re re it's re cocked. Okay. Yeah. Half cocked. You run around here with dice half cocked. Kaboom. You you beat the fiendish maggots. And that means that um, Morty is no longer possessed by said maggots, and he is uh, back to normal. Cool. Um, Whatever that means. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so Georgina is uh, kind of impressed with herself that it even worked. So she brings over another potion and uh, helps him to drink it, and it just be—it's just a way for him to kind of quickly regain his strength. It's like Gatorade on steroids, right? So it's just kind of help him recover a little bit quicker. Um, but something funny begins to happen, and he actually begins to hallucinate a little bit. And with the guidance from Georgina, he manages to give you enough details in his vig vi visions to pinpoint the whereabouts of the demon. She does live in a cottage. Knew I should have burnt it down. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she confirms your suspicions about said cottage. Now it has been an evening and you guys are quite tired. So I'm going to suggest that you take like an eight hour rest. You're woken in the morning by a sudden knocking at your door. Frantic knocking at your door, actually. And as you open the door to your room, and the three of you are in the same room. You could have each had a room, but you would have rather stayed together. Um, you open the door, and you are greeted by the very concerned face of Baron Herrick. And he's like, guys, what has been happening? So you invite him into the room so you can have this conversation privately, okay? Uh, you explain to him the details of uh, what happened to Morty. You explain to him the cottage in the woods that you found, and your belief that whatever is happening in the town, the person who lives in this cottage is behind it. Now, he immediately knows who lives there because they're actually hunting buddies. It's uh, an elf. And he hunts with the Baron all the time. And uh, they're actually quite good friends. So he's a little bit concerned. He does admit that he hasn't seen uh, his friend in quite a while. But he really can't imagine that he has been possessed. I mean, that's just crazy talk. Um, he also devises a bit of a plan and shares this with you. While the banquet is scheduled to kick off today, he decides to move up the opening of the banquet to more of a dinner banquet instead of a supper banquet. So it's happening like in the afternoon, mm -hmm. which means that the pie contest has also been moved up. So um, the pie contest is actually scheduled to happen a little bit earlier, uh, like early evening. So we'll say it's going to happen like right at supper time since the banquet's going to be at like noonish. And uh, he invites you to come to the festivities and to keep an eye out for anyone who you feel is acting a little bit suspicious as far as people who may have been affected by these pies. Does he look like he's not at all in the eyes? No, not um, at all. Okay. All right. So I was, we tell him about everything we've discovered yeah, about the pies and everything. So like, is it, a, is it a good idea to have a pie eating contest when there's demon pies around? Well, he, he does understand that question, but it's really more important for him for things to look absolutely normal in hopes of uh, luring out... Uh, the responsible party. Yeah, the yeah, people makes who sense. are kind of behind this. Yeah, so he feels that it's a better idea. Do you feel otherwise? You can, I mean, absolutely, because this is what he's all about. He's like, I don't pull rank, I don't... I'm, he's very unconventional and very open. So. I think it's 
important to keep everything seem as normal as possible Mm -hmm. as a way to draw them out Mm -hmm. if they think that they have the upper hand okay just make sure you eat pie so you don't look at so nothing looks unusual (laughs) maybe somebody should make a pie that you know isn't tainted Mm -hmm. he's like aha i have a cook (laughs) (laughs) might be a good idea well only eat that pie yeah he likes that advice. You're a very shrewd, very shrewd woman, Octavia. Okay, so uh, you go through the banquet and, and things seem fine and you're, you know, meeting a lot of the villagers and people seem lovely. And there are a few who do seem to be a little bit more quiet than others. But the banquet, again, is in honor of Shanti and uh, it's a joyful party. There's some drinking. Obviously, there's going to be some delicious food and a lot of reckless dancing. Now, this quickly de-evolves into the raunchiest, filthiest orgy that you have ever seen. Just folks just going mad, just losing their minds. And this is at the banquet. So uh, this is kind of why the village seemed so not concerned with having pretty signs above their doors. Like once <laughs> once a year, they gather to work all of their sexual aggressions out. Oh, they're really, this is what you mean by a tight-knit community. A tight-knit community, yeah. So uh, we are, have walked into a village of swingers. Yeah, and uh, I mean, they're, they're not even, you know, slightly uh, bashful about it. They're just like, yeah. I've banged his wife and his wife and her wife and his wife and his wife and everybody's just out like doing their thing. Now, what's really weird is that a lot of townsfolk are sitting at the tables and they're chugging their food Uh, and they seem to be also like bathing in the vomit of people who have eaten so much they've gotten sick and passed out. Like, I mean, when I say this is filthy, I mean like sexy filthy and I just mean like straight up nasty. Yeah. Uh, and I don't mean sexy nasty. I mean nasty nasty. Okay. I would like you to make a perception check, please. Thirteen. Fifteen. Twenty-one. Okay. Uh, is the priestess? participating in this? I mean, she's not, like, participating in it, but, I mean, she's there, and she's not, like, super surprised by it, but she's just kind of like, I spend all year making you guys feel normal about this, so... Heathens will be heathens. Right? Back to square one. Here we go. The church will be full tomorrow. (laughs) Okay, so... When you realize that uh, they, people who are seemingly passed out, um, you realize that they're not actually passed out. They're actually kind of dead. But the really weird part is that the bodies look like they've been dead for years. Something is really strange here. And then you hear someone start to scream. And, I mean, it's a scream of not pleasure. (laughs) Uh, Not, like, a scream of, ew, this is really gross. Oh, I wanted to change my spells. Okay. At the start of my day. Sure. Okay. Uh, So you can work on that. I'll keep going here. And what happens is the the vomit seems to be moving, and it appears to be attacking the villagers. There are four different puddles hastily moving in the direction of your group. I would like you to roll for initiative, please. Ah, nuts. Oh, excuse me. All right, let's see if we can come up with all V names for the vomit. Okay, so we've got Vincent. Viola. Ooh, good one. Viola. Ralph. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I see what you did there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Violet. Violet. <laughs> and okay, we have to do it. And yeah. then there's a Ralph. Okay. So Vincent. <laughs> Wait, Chuck. Oh, Chuck. okay. Yep, Chuck. <laughs> Vincent. So we'll take Violet out and we'll put in Chuck. <laughs> That's great. Well played. Well played. Okay, so I've got to roll four times. Okay, wait. Okay, let's uh, see. Octavia, what did you roll for initiative? 13. And what did you roll? Eight. What did you roll? One. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Gee whiz. Uh, okay, so that one's got a 13. So Ralph is going to go up here. You got a three, so Chuck, you're going down here by Morthos. And that one's a 17. So Viola is going to go way up here. And you got a four, so you're going to go right there. Okay. Oh, wait, we go. Viola. Girl, you're up first. She's going to roll a seven, and that's not going to hit any of you, right? Nope. Okay, Octavia. Alright, so I'm going to attack with my. How far away? Uh, you're probably within 20 feet. Alright, yeah, we're good then. I'm gonna yeah. attack with my... with my staff. Yeah, it's a probably a miss. 11. That's a hit. Oh, it's a hit. Four points damage. Attack number two. 11 on die, so that's like a 16. That's a hit. Okay. My damage is sick. Third attack, and this is the that bonus attack. Probably misses. I can't hit with that one. What? That's a nine. That's a hit. Oh, dang. So I get my regular damage plus a d8 of the same type of damage. Four points plus two. Okay, what kind of damage is it though? Bludgeoning. Okay, he's resistant to bull. Oh, uh, no, that's not true. Uh, that's a nine. Doesn't hit anybody, does it? Nope. nope. Okay. Boozle. I'm going to enrage, use rage. Mm -hmm. I'm going to attack. Which one was being attacked before? Viola. Yeah. Viola. Okay. okay, Viola. I'll attack Viola. Okay. Six plus seven, thirteen. Yeah, that's hits. Eight plus four, twelve. Seven plus seven, fourteen. Yep. Ten plus four, fourteen. And I'm going to use frenzy also. So uh, the next uh, round, I can I can get a third attack. Okay, cool. Okay. All right, uh, Vincent. Oh. Uh, 15. Does 15 hit you? No. Okay. Chuck. And it's a 9. That doesn't hit anybody. Morthus. I'm going to attack Viola. Okay. How? Like, okay. No. That's fine. Go. What'd you say? What'd you get? 14. That Plus. hits? It's just one die, right? For what? You're using your greatsword? Yeah. That's 2d6. So what two kind of damage is it, though? Slashing. Okay. You're good. So, 2d6? Yep. Yep. Seven. Plus three. Plus three. Uh, that brings us back up to Viola. Okay, that one's dead. Viola's dead. Okay, I'll attack Ralph. Fourteen. Hits. Six points. Eight. Hits. Okay. Oh, that's nine points damage. Uh, so now it's Ralph's turn. 
20 on die. Coming after Cynthia. All that damage. <laughs> so, two kinds of damage here. Bludgeoning damage plus seven. And then 2d6. 1d6 plus three. That's five. And then that's 2d6. So, plus five. Uh, that's 10. So, 15 total. Total? Yeah. Uh, Boozle. I'm going to keep attacking Ralph. 60 plus 7. That's a hit. 8 plus 4. So, 12? Yeah. 17. That hits. 6, so 10. And the third attack is Frenzy. 13. Hits. Nice. 12. Yeah, <laughs> done. Ralph is gone. Okay, so you're down to Vincent. Uh, and it's Vincent's turn. Right. Natural 20 on die coming after Morthus. And we roll one of these. So that's a six. Six plus three, so nine. And then... 12. So 9 damage and then 12 damage. Oh, wait, that should have been double dice too, because it was a crit roll. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let me. That's 6, make that a 7. And the 12 becomes a 23. Woof. And it's Chuck's turn. Chuck. 15. Does that hit you, Aaron? Nope. Okay. That's it. Uh, Morthos, it's your turn. Attack the bugger that just hit me. Vincent? Yep. Okay. Three. Didn't hit. What, yeah, Three what's your six. bonus? Nine. nine. Yeah, nine hits. You always add your bonus. Yep. Oh, okay. That number. Yeah. Like uh, that okay. So far, I can't see what it is. I just... It's plus six so for both of them. Six. Yeah. So great. Sword. Basically, if we roll a one, we're gonna miss. Pretty that's much. A miss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Four. <laughs> Come back here, dice. So eight plus three. Eight plus three. Eleven. Uh, eleven. Eleven. Uh, Octavia. Who is it? Vincent. Vincent. Hunter's mm -hmm. mark. Bonus action. Okay. <laughs> eleven on die. Seventeen. Okay, that it hits. Not a six, six plus five, eleven. Okay. Fifteen on dive. So five and five. And two, sorry. So seven? Yeah. Okay. Boozle. I'll attack Vincent. Okay. Twenty-one. Three plus four, so seven. Seven plus four. Sorry, yes, yeah, seven plus four, so uh, eleven. That's it. He's down. He's down. Yep. Oh, and I'm still raring the go. <laughs> I have so much left. Uh, okay, so that leaves Chuck. Ugh. So I'll, I'll attack Chuck next. 
I, I still have another attack. Yeah, she can move but, her attack. So she can yeah, keep you going. can a chuck chack. You can a chuck chack. Chuck it over that way. <laughs> you can a chuck chack. Ten. Ten hits. And five plus four, nine damage. That's it. Chuck's looking around like, what the fuck? Uh, thirteen. Does that hit you, Boozle? It does. It does. Okay, so but first, I have resistance against piercing, bludgeoning, and slashing damage. While I'm, in, I have rage. Are you wearing armor? I'm not. Okay. So, bludgeoning. So really, the only one that's going to bother you is the two d six acid, which is seven. Resistance just means they take half damage. Half damage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So seven and one. Cool. So eight total. Eight damage. Morthus. Fourteen. Fourteen. It's thirteen. Thirteen damage? Okay, so I move my hunter's mark over to him. Okay. I'm remembering it now. Um attack whoopsie. Attacking. Uh fourteen hits. Nine plus four. Thirteen. And that one is an 18 on die, plus 6 to hit. Mm -hmm. 5 and four, 2, 7. Okay, uh, plus one of those, and then plus that. Oof. The vomit's looking a little green around the gills. Okay, Boozle. <laughs> I'll attack again. Nat 20. Double your damn diet. It's a five, ten, plus four, fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah, gone. 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 All right, so what happens next is that um, the priestess comes over to you after your battle and, and thanks you so much for rescuing the town and cleaning up the vomit, as it were, <laughs> um, and would like to ask you to follow her to uh, St. Oldsworth's Church. And she says that she is asking you to come there because she does have and has found a, a little bit of information about what she suspects is happening in the city, in the town. So she has some in information um, that she would like to share with you, but uh, she would like to do it inside the sanctity and the walls of the church. Well, I Guess, but what have you been waiting for? Did you just find this out? Well, I mean, she found it, and then she shared it with uh, the Baron, and he was like, yes, go and tell them. Okay. Okay, so that's what's happening there. So she's like, yes, please come with me to the church so we can have a conversation, and I can show you the things that I found. Um, so you get to the church, and she takes you into the back room, and there's a few books that are open you know, on a table that is obviously working as her desk. And she explains that the demon you're facing is called a gullibus. Okay, we're like way ahead of her. Uh, right. Uh, so they're a relatively weak <laughs> demon and they rely on trickery and deception. Um, they're demons of greed and they curse food that allows them to control anyone who eats them. Um, if you track down someone who ate the food, um, she's going to be able to perform an exorcism much the same way that she did or that you saw the alchemist did you with Morty. Can she do it without the worms? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was what they did. They exercised the worms from them. Yeah. 
but the worms don't need to attack every time I think is what she means yeah yeah <laughs> okay um and she would like you to help everyone who um ate the food to help with the exorcism um she understands that that's a little that's a little bit lots oh uh, it's a lot to ask at the current moment and you guys are like listen like we will probably stay behind to help you fix everything but right now we gotta track down the the, the big demon right she suggests that you go to a woman's house named carla ruttenberry she was paying attention to what people had to say uh during the banquet pre-orgy mind you and pre-vomit and um she noticed that carla uh, people had been asking where she was she's usually the life of the orgy so she was missed <laughs> at this year's event so she has a feeling that carla could be the one who fell prey initially to this demon. Patient zero. Patient zero, yes. She reveals that Carla lives in a small house at the top of the hill overlooking the village of Womford. She, you know, sends you, like, draws you, like, a crude map that points you in the direction of, of how to get to the house. She also notes that uh, Carla's boyfriend slash swinging partner is actually an elf who hunts with the Baron quite often hmm. and mentions that uh, she had been staying on and off with him in his cabin which is up in the woods you know nobody has seen either of them in a few days so, so these are how long have they been a couple oh, they've been a couple for quite a while like they like it's like they might as well not bother getting married at this point they've been together that long are these two different cabins we're talking about yes one is a house on the hill and the other is the cabin in the woods I would like you to... No, you don't need to do that, because you already know where that is. That's null and point at this point. Well, let's let's go back to the cabin, see if anything's changed, ah. and then go to the... Perfect idea. Okay, so you're going to head to... The cabin in the, the woods. Cabin. And the I'm going to burn it down. This time. <laughs> this time. Gosh darn it. So you head along the trail uh, that you had followed previously, the, the uh, trail that takes you into the woods. However, this time along the path, there are uh, two elven hunters who see you walking and they draw their melee weapons. I need you to roll initiative. Wow. <laughs> how do you right. do? Right. Hi, how are you? 12. 11. 12. Whoa, 12, 11, 12. Oh, he's going to go first. Uh, his name will also be Chuck. And you, the 13. An elf named Chuck. He's fancy. Yeah. You can call him LeChuck. <laughs> <laughs> Chuckles. Chuckles. Uh, Boozled, you had a 13? 11. 11. Yeah. Octavia, you had an 11? 12. 12. Oh, look, Chuck and Vincent are back. Chuck is coming at you first. He's got a scimitar. Okay. 11 doesn't hit anybody. Nope. So that one misses. And that's a 12. That also doesn't hit anybody, does it? 12? No. No. Okay. Um, Octavia. Attack with my staff. So first one's 19 on die. That's a hit. Nine. Okay. Before my... Before my next attack, mm -hmm. Hunter's Markham. Ah, okay. That's a bonus action. Okay. So second attack, 15. That hits. Here we go. So it's five points. Okay. 
On to Vincent. Oh. <laughs> 13. Uh, 13 hit. Uh, no, 13 doesn't hit. Sorry. I suck with that. <laughs> Alright. Boozle. Uh, I'm just going to go straight and attack. I don't, I'm, I'm not particularly enraged by elves. Okay. So, uh, 5? Uh, Plus 7. Sorry. Uh, 12. Doesn't hit. Okay. And second attack. 16 plus 7, so 23. Yeah, that hits. Yeah. yeah. Cool. 7 plus 4, 11 damage. Morthus. Morthus. <laughs> Natural 20. <laughs> Yay. 5, 10 plus 3? Three? 3. 13. Yeah, he's toasted. Oh, that was fast and easy. Search the bodies. Quick and dirty. Uh, searching the bodies. Okay, cool. There's not really anything on them. I mean, you can take their scimitars. Yeah, I don't want scimitar. Okay. Anybody want a scimitar? Yeah. Kind of armor they wear. Uh, studded. Ooh. I just have leather armor on. I'll check their studded leather armor. Sure. You gonna just take it? Yeah. Yeah, take it. Put it on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Improves my AC by one. Nice. Nice. How, how do so they, I'm stripping in the middle of the woods, and I'm. <laughs> <laughs> how how do they smell? How do they smell? Yeah. They smell like people who live in the woods. Okay. Yeah. Just so what kind of elves <laughs> do they look like? <laughs> I'm just curious because we're dealing with a lot of, like vomit monsters, vomit things, and, and maggots. maggots and so stuff, I'm like, yeah. if they smell really bad, I mean, I suppose they just attacked us, so I know they don't like. Us. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Now I have a 17 AC. Okay. Strip in the middle of the woods. <laughs> Problem. Mm-hmm. Those bandits suck. <laughs> okay. Search around the woods to see if they had anything hidden, a hidden cache. Okay. Uh, roll perception or investigation. Investigation, I guess. Yeah. 15. What you notice is an elf who seems to be sitting in... Like just inside the the tree line, he notices you, notice him, and takes off um, in the direction of um, like a couple of trees that seem to be separate from the rest of like there's like woods on each side of the path, but then there's like a a break in the amount of trees, and there seems to be like one or two on each side of the path, and he takes off in that direction just towards those trees. I'm booking it after him. You're going to follow him? Okay. I'm going to book after two. I have 40 speed, so I'd be able to outrun most people. Oh, yes, yeah. you would. Okay, so you catch up with them, and what you discover is that uh, there's another elf waiting uh, just behind the tree. He sees you running towards him, and he stands up, and he draws a sword, uh, and he's going to face off with you. Because you're there first. This is the second one, or this, this is the one is, I ran up to. This is the this is the one that okay. So the first one was like the guy who was waiting to say they're coming. Okay. They're coming, Joe. They're coming. So it's Joe that has drawn his sword and is is ready to to fight you. He's gonna fight you. I think I want to try and grapple him. Okay. Yeah. Sure. It's a strength. There we go. Grappling. Use use the attack action to make a special melee attack, a grapple. If you're able to make multiple attacks, this attack replaces one of them. The target of the grapple must be no more than one size larger, etc., etc. 
uh, to succeed, uh, sorry, the, you try to seize the target by making a grapple check instead of an attack roll, a strength check contested by a target's strength or dexterity, etc. Okay. If you succeed the subject, the su you subject the target to the grappled condition. So I'll, I'll do the, the attack roll. Okay. Uh, 19. So I've got to beat a 19 with my armor class the, plus so 19, my dex. 19 plus 4. So strength check. Right. Athletics, it's athletic, athletics check. Uh, so 19 plus 7. So 25. Okay. So I have to beat a 25. With your strength S check. Strength check. Okay. Not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> so you got him. Grappled. Okay. Will this be a new combat? Sure will. So he can't run. So he can't run away. That's right. Yeah. So, okay. So you've caught up. Yeah. So when I saw him mm -hmm. and started chasing him, would that put have been the start of the combat? No, because you okay. were you were just kind of you were just kind of seeing where he was going. When the when the second one saw uh, Boozle coming towards him, he kind of initiated it when he okay. drew his sword. Right. Alrighty. Uh, so you catch up, and I mean, now I think it's the point where we roll for, for initiative. Yeah. 26. God damn. Alright, so Octavia, you're probably going to go first. A 17. You got a 17? Yep. Okay. What did you roll? 17. So both of these guys are going to go second. We'll go George... And uh, George is the one who drew the weapon. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, Lou. It's going to be the other one. An elf named Lou. I'm sure it's the most complicated way that you could possibly think of to spell Lou, knowing elves. <sighs> okay. This should be quick, though, I would imagine. Okay, uh, so he's grappled. He can't go anywhere. Um, so that means he's also probably not going to be able to be attacked, right? He can be attacked, and he can attack back. It just means if he can't run away. Okay, yeah. so you just kind of got a hold of him. Yeah. Okay. All right. Octavia. So there's Lou, and there's... George. George. Yeah. And they're both here. Way down. At the end. All right. I will attack... George is the one that's she not grappled? Has, no, she has him, George, grappled. Okay, so I shall attack Lou. Lou? How far away is Lou? Lou is probably like 10 feet closer to you than those two are. Because your speed is 30. 20? Your speed is 30, and your speed is? 40. 40, yeah. Okay, yeah. so, yeah. They're probably like 10 feet ahead of where you are. So Lou and you are close together. Still too far away for a longbow? Yeah. A longbow can't go further than, can't go 10 feet? You can attack closer, but you have disadvantage. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Oh, Within okay. 10 feet. Got you. So you can step back if you're 10 feet away. Is he running still, or is he stopped? No, he's stopped, and he's definitely looking at what's happening here. All right, so I'll stop just out of, like, that type of range yeah. and longbow. Okay. 14. Doesn't hit. Second arrow. 25. That one hits. Eight points damage. Okay. And my third attack, which would be the... What's your do hit thing? Eighteen. Hits. 
So 6 plus 5 is 11, and then the extra d8, which is 3. 11 plus 3. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's dead. Gone. Bye, Lou. Nice knowing you. That was Octavia, so Boozle. So I'm going to try and disarm him. So okay. I, I make attack to try and hit the weapon out of his hand. Does he have... Is, what's he wielding right now? Uh, I just have I just have it as a melee weapon, so I just have him with a sword. Yes, it's just. It's oh just no, a... wait! Is he the guy with the sim no? The scimitar guy's already gone. Okay, okay sorry. So this guy doesn't have a weapon at all. He's got a sword. No, he drew he a sword. sword. Yeah. Okay. When so he saw us. I'm yeah. gonna try and knock the sword out of his hand. Cool. Twelve plus seven. Uh, nineteen. Yeah, that hits. The attack is contested by the target's strengths or or athletics or acrobatics check. Fourteen plus. Yeah, just 14. Cool. So I you I do knock, it. I knocked the weapon out of his hand. Okay, so he's now unarmed. Cool. All and right. he can't move. Let's start interrogating him. <laughs> so I intimidate. Okay, I intimidate. yes, roll for intimidation. Seven plus... I, I have a good intimidation. I believe it's plus five. So 12. And that goes against his AC? Um, I don't think there really is a check. It's just how effective it is against a person. Right? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say that that was, that was pretty pretty good. Intimidation. Team, we just kill his buddies. Yeah, if you just knock the sword out of his hand, he's probably... He's helpless and surrounded. Yeah. So he's probably like, yep, yeah, okay, what do you want to know? Why are you guys attacking everybody? Um, because we are servants to the greedy one. Who's the greedy one? The Golubus. Where is he? Um, right now, back up at the cabin. But there's other people and there's traps a long way. Why are you serving him? Because it seemed like a good thing to do. What's the Golubus' plan? To be in control of more people. He starts kind of giving up the goods. Can you two also roll intimidation for me, please? Fifteen. Eight. <laughs> okay. So he reveals that there are a couple of traps that uh, they've laid out along the route, and he kind of points them out. He explains that there are other, there's another two archers, and he explains how to avoid them um, and all of that kind of stuff. And he says, if you avoid these things, you can go right up to the cottage. And he also explains that you may find uh, half of a body on the way up. And uh, explains that it was Carla's boyfriend, and uh, that's they've been slowly, the maggots and the rats and stuff have been kind of slowly eating away at, at this guy's body. Who is Carla? Is she this gullibus thing? Well, she is now. What is it called? Is that what it's called? Gullibus. Yeah. Gullibus. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what to get you to roll for, so I'm just going to give you the just information. Just like a remember check? <laughs> yeah, just like a, just like a, oh, uh, this is what happened check. What happened was Jack, right, was looking for help in a way to beat Morty at the pie contest this year. So Carla decided that she was going to try to help as well, but what happened was she inadvertently kind of brought a demon from another realm here? So she tried to create something... That was going baking wise, and she summoned a demon. Yeah, yeah. It Don't was. I hate when that happened. Yeah, it was a bad day in the kitchen that day, right? So uh, what has happened is this gullibus took possession of Carla. Through Carla, this gullibus has begun to 
mutate Carla's body, which is why she's disappeared from the village. So she doesn't really look like herself anymore. Um, and he explains that the longer the gullibus has Carla, the less likely that there's going to be that if you do an exorcism on her, that Carla is going to survive. He also explains that um, she smells funny. <laughs> And he encourages you to take out the rats before you go into the cottage to face her because she can summon them and she um, is really good at it. So he gives you that piece of information. And that's pretty much all that he has, which is an intense amount of information, really. He's not exactly so, a loyal follower. He just, nope. He's just there for the orgies. Yeah, he just wants the orgies and, and some pie occasionally. That's all he's after. We can't leave him alive. I mean, we could. Let's tie him up. Sure. I mean, he's probably going to be into that kind of thing, but... Yeah. Mm. Yep. You have rope in your dungeon. My dungeon I've got pack, rope yeah. in my pack, too. Okay, cool. Tie, so you, we'll, yeah. we'll tie him to a tree. Tie him to a tree? Okay. And gag him. And knock him unconscious. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> you might as well put a blindfold on him, too. Yep. Stick something in his ear so he can't hear anything. Yep. Okay. Cool. So you basically mummify this guy and uh, tie him to a tree and you find like the r tree with like the roughest bark that you can find <laughs> so if he tries to get out of the ropes it's going to be quite painful for him to do um, and you guys take off towards the cottage yep now again um, as you uh, head towards the cottage you do notice again that there is a garden full of rats and you, again, note that there does seem to be an unusual number of rats around the cottage. And uh, this time you know why. So does the cottage look as we left it? Partially it does. destroyed? <laughs> it does. It looks as you left it. Uh, with the door jam kind of messed up because it was pried open and, and stuff like that. Uh, the house looks the same. The rats seem to be a little more on notice, however. Is the fire still going? You do see, see smoke coming from the chimney, oh, yes. Great at building fire. <laughs> no one happens to have, have any poison, huh? I was thinking about, like, could we feed the rats something poisonous? Lead the rats somewhere where they'll die? Is there a river nearby? I mean, my answer to everything is fire at this point. <laughs> so you could use thaumaturgy to create a sound that originates from a point of your choice within range, within 30 feet. Hmm. I was thinking, like, distract them, like, send the noise over that way. Yep, I have thaumaturgy as well. Yeah. Thaumaturgy is actually a great little cantrip. Truly. It's very versatile, but it's hard to... Which you, you can use to, like, give yourself advantage because you're creating so much more of an effect in the presence. I don't know. The last time I fought rats, I just had, I took a piece of meat and threw it, but they weren't, like, possessed demon rats. <laughs> so I feel like that might not, they might not be quite as enticed. No. I don't think they would be. Can you describe... It's kind of like what's around. Is there anything? There's just kind of like a cabin in the middle of the woods. Yeah, it's so. really just a cabin in the woods. Like there's no like a carriage or a cart or anything like that around. It's just yeah, it's just a guy's like cottage, and he really liked to hunt. So it's pretty 
pretty primitive, a right? Lodge, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can always take the chance that you guys are going to get rid of her before she has a chance to summon the rats. Before the rats come in. Yeah. We could sneak in and then try and bar the door. I mean, I'm down for getting in, getting in there. Mm -hmm. There's a fire inside already, so we could use that to try and... I mean, I'm good, I'm good at hitting things. That's all I got. I think it's probably your best bet. Yeah. Yep. So just before we go in, mm -hmm. I do three cantrips. Three cantrips? Damn, yep. girl. Okay. Well, I cast one can cantrip three times. Okay. One, two, three. Okay. Resistance. Okay. Which is, you touch one willing creature, once before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to one saving throw of its choice. It can roll the die before or after making the saving throw. The spell ends then. Okay. So it okay. gives a little bit of a buffer. Sure. So you're heading to the house? Yeah. All yeah. right. So uh, you get inside the cottage, and it's, again, it's like the basically the three rooms. She's kind of sitting in the kitchen at that table um, close to the fire that you made earlier. She seems to be appreciating that. She is a morbidly obese woman at this point um deformed facial features like exaggerated teeth even her mouth seems to be like exaggerated as well it's like really long and thin she seems to be feasting on maggot infested food if she smiles at you as you walk in the door and she says ah well met friends would you like to join me for lunch doesn't really seem like hostile towards you guys, but I had a big breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so you mean to tell me that you're not gonna have any lunch? No, I'm good, thanks. Are you sure? Yes. I just made it this morning. Nobody we're, wants my lunch. We're just uh enjoying the company. You can't bowl a bullshitter. I know that's not the exact <laughs> that's what made it even better. Is there like a lock on the door? There's like little latches that you can throw across, like deadbolts. Yeah, I'll try and. Thaumaturge, dead... you lock the door. Yeah. Oh, okay, perfect. Done. I like reach for it, it closes. Okay. I would like you to make a uh, wisdom check, or sorry, religion check for me. Okay. 18. Okay. 18. Okay. What you guys learned from your alchemist friend is how to do an exorcism. Oh, we can do one. Yeah, so you have. Um, you're going to go ahead and you're going to try it. Uh, I'll give it a try. I think is what you're yeah. going to do here. Um, right. Okay. So, yeah. So you made your successful throw. So that's what happens. You've exercised the demon. However, now the demon and Carla are split. Carla uh, is like shrieking and, and crying and like rocking in a corner. The demon is standing in front of you and freed from the earthly binds coming at you. So let's roll. 17. What'd 14. You and you got four. Boozle, way down there. Boozle. <laughs> Such a great name. She gets a 12. Uh, so Octavia, you get to go first. Hunter's Mark. How far away? Within the uh, room. Yeah, you're all within the room. So we'll say that nobody is further than 15 feet guiding away. Guiding Bolt. Okay. Can you do, do, do me what Guiding Bolt does? I feel like it's one that I should have memorized by now. I feel like we use it a lot. I do. 4d6 damage. That's right. Everyone else has... Uh, advantage attack. Letter against. am I in? Yes. I can't see anything. And it's radiant damage, yes. right? Yeah. Okay, that's the one. All right. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. We're good. Okay. So, let's see if I hit it. Mm -hmm. 15. It hits. Nice. 46. 14. Okay. 
Uh, Morthos. And she's glowing, and you have advantage. I was just going to say, why don't you do true strike as well? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, was okay. just do well, true strike. Well, you can't do get double advantage. It's sh She was using guiding bolt. Guiding bolt. bolt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just do a melee attack. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you've got advantage, though, right? Yes, you roll twice. Yeah, so roll it the again. highest. Yeah. 11. Plus 6. So 17, that hits. Uh, what you got? 7. And... Uh, five. Is it just eight. a five? Eight. It's, uh, plus plus okay. three, right? Yeah, three. No, eight. it's just on weapons. Oh, so it's eight. All right. So now it's her turn, and she multi attacks. She makes three attacks. Dang. Sixteen. Uh, Cynthia. Nope. Okay. Eleven, Cynthia. Nope. Six. Okay. That's a no hit. Boozle. I'm going to enrage and frenzy. Okay. So you go for like a half an hour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so 11. Doesn't hit. Uh, 12. Doesn't hit. Ooh, that 20. That hits. There we go. So 14 plus 4. 18, 18 damage. 18 damage. Uh, Boozle. So Octavia. Staff. Okay. Three attacks. Or two attacks. 17 plus 6. That hits. Nine points damage. 19 plus 6. Oh, plus an extra D plus 1. And then there's 6, 9, plus 1. So total was 20 points damage. 20 points of damage? Total. Oh, the, on two attacks. Am I th yeah, I only get two. Oh, okay. Got you. So on both attacks, it was 20. Yeah. Okay, total. Right. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. You're up. Nine. Then the advantage is gone. Okay. Nine? Nine. Doesn't hit. And here I am reminding you about doing that, and I didn't roll to see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eight doesn't hit anybody. 19. Aaron, that hits you. Okay, mm -hmm. so that is one bite, two with claws. So this is a claw one. Dam uh, six? Six Kay. damage? Okay. And Boozle. Boozle. I'll attack again. Okay. 12 plus 7, 19. That hits. Cool. 6 plus 4, 10. 10 damage? Yep. 17. Oh, she down. Uh, 17 uh, to hit. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 8 plus 4, 12? Yeah, she's down anyway. Okay. Okay. She's dead. <laughs> that was her dying. <laughs> and I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you crazy adventurers. Okay, so you each get your 250 gold. Uh, you get your uh, mithril chain shirt because you defeated the gullibus. Free pies for life. Right? <laughs> you get your piece of land. Oh. 200 gold points. Okay, so no, you actually end up with 450 gold each. Wow. And then you get one chain shirt. So you guys can decide who gets that if it matters at all. 
on your character sheets moving what forward. What size is it? It doesn't say. It was on the guy, though, and he was kind of built and athletic and muscular. So let's say it's like a large, extra large. <laughs> half, ogre, half orc size? Human size, though. Half orc wants it. Can you be a small half orc? Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> not the biggest. There is round. Funny. It's snug fit. So this is funny. When clearing out his family's home, the Baron defeats a large bat called a Sinister. These type of creatures normally live in the Underdark and are extremely territorial. Whatever caused the bat to flee to the surface is probably still lurking in the caves below Womford. Looks like there's a part two, guys. Womp womp. <laughs> so yay! yay! Yay, wizards and wine! Yay! Nobody died! Yay! We didn't die! Should we point that out in the group chat? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey, guys. Guess what didn't happen today? We hope you're having half as much fun listening to Wizards and Wine as we are doing these adventures every week for you. Uh, hit us up on social media at Wizards and Wine on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find us on Facebook with Wizards and Wine. Uh, you can drop us an email, wizardsandwine at gmail.com. And, of course, always drink responsibly and always carry a D20. Until next Tuesday. <laughs>